welcome back to another uh, Jeff Walker Books uh, discussion. Today we're going to be talking about um, the differences be like between utopia and dystopia. Now, a lot of science fiction these days have been very dystopian, meaning that they're in uh, turmoil or you have a bleak outlook of how the future should be. And um, that's really what I want to go into, <clears throat> is how the today's market is all in the dystopian genre. Um, there's a lot of it, to be honest with you. Um, even I go and step into that dark world every, in, my, in my science fiction. And uh, it's unavoidable sometimes, because that's all we ever see. Are we living in a dystopian society? Well, technically, yes, we are. Right now we are. Um, if you had taken what we know now to the people back in 1980, uh, or even before all that, and shown them what kind of society is like now, they would say that this is a dystopian society, which is what we're in now. Have we been like this for a while? Yes. Yes, we have. Um, and I think that it's it's kind of uh, indicative of human nature to look for the dark in everything. Uh, dystopian futures are always more interesting than, say, utopian, where everything is great, um, there's no complaints, there's nothing going on that's like major, there's no um, conflicts. Um, people said that utopian is harder to do than dystopian. And then that's true. Because in utopian, everything is pretty much um, fine. And then what do you write about with everything that's fine? Well, you can do a utopian fiction uh, about what it's like to live there. And I think that's, that's key, is that we've lost our sense of optimism. Star Trek was a utopian society. Uh, Star Trek was taking humanity out of that darkness and putting them towards the light of um, we're fine, we're doing okay, we're out in the stars, we're living a future that should be... Sorry, I'm just trying to crush a spider right now that just showed up. Dear me. <laughs> yep, that's, that's great. Sorry, little guy. And there we go. Yeah, sorry about that. It just just came into my view. Uh, and there we go. That's the dystopianness again. <laughs> Spider bites the dust. Um, back to what I was doing. I'm so sorry. Um, the utopian notion it is hard to do because the utopian future is boring to some. I I am for one would rather watch something of a utopian society. I mean, yes, we've done dystopian for a while, and yes, I was in that negative field, but my God, we need some positive light. In this world we're living in now, it is unbelievable how much chaos there is. And everybody's gearing the shows. Uh, even Star Trek, who's been being run under the ground by this new producer, who just doesn't seem to get it. Uh, is destroying the Star Trek mythos by trying to create a dystopian sort of arc within the Star Trek universe. Which, to me, 
is absolute garbage. Um, Star Trek was there to to give us hope, to give us um, to take us out of that mentality, and they've just totally just flushed that down the drain. And I hate to harp on the situation about all this that's going on with the modern Star Wars and all the the other great um, fiction that's going on right now, and that everybody's just stepping on it and just trying to, like, well, we need to change it up. And it's like, no. <laughs> the, the writer, the, the person that created that in the beginning wanted you to continue on. Uh, Gene Roddenberry did not want to create uh, a militant, uh, dark future. What he wanted was that everybody's fine, we're doing great, there's the galaxy, let's go look at it. Um, But in recent years, they've tried to bring the characters some darkness, they're trying to, like... uh, make it more fascinating because that was a problem in the next generation. Apparently Um, he wanted to just, you know, not worry about the humans, worry about their missions. And the people that were um, with him at the time were saying, but yeah, but Gene, there's no conflict. There's no conflict. Yes, you can create conflict out in the galaxy. Why does it always have to deal with the humans or the Federation or something that's, you know, idealistic. And I think Americans have a hard time with socialism. That's what it's all about. Socialism, they say, is one step to communism. No, not necessarily. It depends on who is running that, you know, socialism. It doesn't need to be. Um, be that way, necessarily. It could turn... A dystopian with just the wrong person. And I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are big fans of Donald Trump. Uh, when he was taking over America, they all thought he was doing great. No. He was blindsiding you all. He was, like, showing you his hand over here and his big frickin' tie. And on the other hand, he was taking away everything that you thought was great. And you didn't even notice. The same could be said for any leader. With everything that's going on, some uh, curtains are being lifted. Uh, the closets that had the skeletons in them are being opened. And now I believe we're in a time where it's crucial that we start heading towards a utopian uh, society. Because now we're trying to expose everybody for who they are. Donald Trump doesn't want that. He wants to he wants to bring it all back to where it was. No, we can't go back. As much as all these rich people are trying to control and trying to uh, keep the uh, low people low, you know, it, it's just strange to me that everybody is so supportive of being suppressed, and yet, in the same time, they're giving the illusion that the other people are giving or suppressing them. I don't, I, I really don't know, understand. This is a really confusing time. And that's what, the, that's what it is. It's become a confusing time. This is an age of disinformation. Nothing you can hear is ever going to be good enough. We're let eat. We're leading ourselves into a corner that we can we probably won't get out of. 
the Earth is uh, heating up. We pretty much uh, started destroying everything about this planet, and yet here we are trying to get off of it with Elon Musk and his, his rockets. I'm a big fan of science fiction. I love this stuff. I love the twists and turns, but some days you look back at some of those old science fiction novels and you will see that they were visionaries because they knew what was coming. Um, and they've been saying in all the books and nobody was listening. Just thought it was great entertainment, wonderful. No, uh, the authors knew. The authors knew where this was heading. They were trying to tell you that this is coming and nobody listened. Or some did. And most others just ignored it, waited for the movie to come out, or the TV series, or something that will drain your brain. I really think that the world has lowered its IQ. We were heading in a, in a, in a time in the 20th century where we were going, going up in our brain IQ. But something along the way, they don't, some sort of, I want to say... I want to say some sort of, uh, I don't want to say cabal, or about anything like, there, there's somebody out there just trying to keep us down. For some reason, We they just don't want us to move. We haven't progressed one iota since the late 80s. And I mean that. I mean that we have not progressed as a species at all. And it's it's actually quite frightening if you think about it. Here we are in the mid-21st century. Well, not even mid yet. We're just on the uh, edge of the 21st century. And we haven't done anything monumental. We haven't uh, reformed our educations. We haven't reformed anything about our environmentals. Uh, I mean, there are some stuff, but everybody's being suppressed by the oil companies and all these big conglomerates who feel that they should keep us where we are because money is what it is all about. So that's the dystopian part I'm trying to explain here. The dystopian future we are living in right now is governed by greed. Greed will always bring chaos. Money will always keep everybody suppressed. The minute we let go of all that, we're in a utopian society. So, what do we do? Well, I, I'm just a writer. And this is what I'm explaining. This is my, my feeling on it, anyway. Um, I mean, sure, I live in Canada. Uh, our government is kind of socialist. Um, and uh, some people like feel that we're being repressed as well. Maybe we are. But, you know, we've had our skeletons come out especially about the Aboriginal people of uh, Canada, uh, you know, uh, all the things that went on. And it's, it's bizarre to me that we kept it on for so long, that for some reason we needed to keep them down. Our government needed to keep them down for some reason. I don't know what, why they afraid of them up to the 90s in these schools, trying to educate them, trying to take away cultural beliefs. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't fathom it, to be honest with you. Um, it would be ignorant of me to say that we didn't think that this was happening. Of course, we knew this was happening. Did we do anything about it? 
Well, you put a lot of faith in your government, and you keep thinking the government will, will sort this out. <laughs> no, they will not sort it out. Um, so what can you do? Well, you can make everybody aware of it. And now Canada is living in a dystopian society because of all the things that have come out. And that's the thing. That every country's had their little hidden secret exposed. Um, so really, this is dystopia. And I'd rather live in utopia, which I think is borderline on our, uh, just beyond the horizon of where we are. Environmentally, we've got to get it in check. As um, people, we have to get it in check. Um, we have to make the effort to change ourselves to something better. And that, that was what, what Star Trek was all about, too. Star Trek was trying to tell you, look, if we keep going the way we are, we're going to go out like a flame being blown out. We need to help keep the fire going. And I think, as a society, we need to change our, our perception. Because all these social media, all I ever see is negative. Negative, negative. And you know why? Because the AI on, the, on those social medias are keep feeding that negative. Because they've seen humans respond better to the negative than they do the positive. And I wish that wasn't the case, but... In some ways, they're right. We seem to react when there's negative. When there's a positive, we don't seem to be as concerned about it, so we don't pay attention to it. So, it's interesting to me. I, I just find it interesting. But uh, dystopian novels are big because we're living in dystopia. <laughs> it's hard to say. Like um, I was a big fan of Blade Runner, and that was dystopian. When that came out, it was dark, gritty, and I loved it. And that was back in the 80s. So. And then um, the future was like 20, 20, 2019, I believe. And when we came to that, I was like, good God. Like, we are almost there. Except for the flying cars. I <laughs> still haven't produced any of those. Um, but we were getting there. We are getting to that uh, that grim, gritty society where everybody's just, like, angry about everything. Where's the positive? Where's, where's the point that we're going to go, I need to do better, I need to be better? And I don't mean, like, what they're doing in shows today, because they're being outright... Like, you might as well just show the script under the, under the screen of what they're trying to say. They're not subtle, and I don't think they're doing a very good job, to be honest with you, uh, especially Marvel with all their characters uh, being so ambiguous. Um, and to me, I said there, when you, you can't do this. You can't sit there and be gray line forever. You have to pick a side. You cannot be gray line. It's either good or bad. The gray line doesn't exist anymore because that's where everybody thinks it should go. No. We either have to change for the better or stay where we are and be miserable and go out with, like, a whimper. Change comes at a, at a 
at a very strange time. Um, and history repeats itself constantly. I believe that we're at the point of where the Mayans were. The Mayans were at the height of their living. And then something drastic happened. And then they were all wiped out. And all their civilization. Maybe some of it survived. Maybe it didn't. The ruins are there to tell us, hey, something cataclysmic happened. And now history has changed again. So we may be at the point where history is going to change again. And we'll forget all about all the other stuff that we ever did. Well, I, for one, would rather vote for the change. I don't want my kids growing up in a dystopian society. It's miserable. It's disgusting. I hate it. I would have rather my kids live in a future where they didn't have to worry about money uh, constantly. Or, you know, like, just have a job. Or, you know, they there needs to be a point where we change the future. Enough of uh, going on dystopian um, talking there. Um, now I'll try to go into um, the utopian side. In writing, it's hard to write uh, for utopian, just because our mentality is not there sometimes. But we occasionally we do kind of get through there. I've seen many um, science fiction artwork uh, show like a, a utopian planet. Um, there's been uh, signs of like, um, you know, in, in the artwork, it's usually um, very uh, visually pleasing. Um, great big cities and um, uh, many ships or people looking better than they should, you know, like it, it's just, um, and it's clean and very um, not dark at all in, in the artwork. And uh, a lot of visionaries, futurists, tend to think this way. Um, and it's a very innocent way of looking at the universe, or, or the future anyway. Um, because when, you, when they were starting out the Apollo program, uh, the futurists uh, used to render and draw uh, what it would look like being on the moon, um, you know, just um, exploration. And it's the innocence of it all. When you look in the artwork and you see the progression of where we could could have been or where we, we should be going, it, it, it inspires you. I know it does me when I see these artworks because then it's like, that's what it should be. That's what it should be. We shouldn't be worrying about this little Mandy Pamby stuff. But with the way that the world is, you tend, as you get older, you tend to think, we need to take care of what's happening now on this planet. Um, and that's the way it is. I mean, nobody cares about what's happening to this planet right now. I mean, there are people trying their best, but it's not enough. Not enough. And especially not enough from the, I hate to say it, the, the, the money. Yeah. <laughs> People that want to hold on to what they have. Greed, pure greed, is what's destroying the world. And I think that's ultimately what it is. Uh, our greed has overcome our urge to become something more. Um, it's probably what's suppressing us the most, is, is being so greedy. Um, that's why I think in utopian society, when we do away with money... 
maybe it will be better. Maybe we'll work for something other than money because I don't think money is working anymore. I think it's it's actually slowly killing us. And um, nobody seems to want to let go of that last dollar bill in their hand. Um, certainly not the Americans, that's for sure. But as I said, um, utopian society is a, a hard thing to write for, but it is achievable. I've seen many a book that talked about uh, a utopian uh, society and just discussing about what it would be like, all the, um, um, you know, what it's like to live without having to worry about anything and uh, going to places in the far-off stars, knowing full well that um, there are no worries to hinder them from going. I like the idea that um, the utopian uh, idealism is uh, where we should be. Uh, I started writing a book about uh, living in a society <clears throat> of utopian, and uh, it, I, you know it'll be about um, this investigator, uh, the cop that um, they've never had a cop in like so many years because they've lived in a, an idealistic society. Nothing's ever gone wrong except for this one time, and then this one cop's going to have to go and, and do some uh, digging about how that happened. So that that's something that I'm working on. Um, I may have samples of it. Uh, I may put some of my newsletter that I've created from Substack um, and just have um, put it up and see what people think of where I'm going with it. But for the time being, I, I just, you know, I'm working on that. And um, the utopian aspect is appealing. I do find it challenging. Um, usually you want to find, like, some sort of, uh, like, dystopian aspect. And I'm just, like, trying to stop myself from doing that because it's the negative thinking. Uh, what, I, I complained about that there's no positive, And yet here I am writing books about the negative. And I said, that's just inherent of what we're, we're taught. So, um, yeah, I'll try to write more of the positive. But for now, I, I'm, I'm writing what I'm writing. <laughs> I mean, I've got um, too many books on my plate right now. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to... Um, uh, I'm starting to wane a bit from them. Anyway... Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, dystopian, utopian. Um, dystopian is always easy to write. Uh, bleak futures, um, horrible futures, kind of robot, um, uh, rising. And yet there's some utopian books that discuss about, uh, robots being beneficial and, um, our futures that have no, uh, political upheaval and no, uh, greed uh, controlling our lives, and um, I'd like to see more of that. Actually, that would be more. I think, especially now in this time, we need more of the positive. I think in the '60s, when that that Star Trek and all that came out, uh, there were books out there and there were television shows showing more positive. Um, and I think people need that today because a lot of the time we have had a whole lot of negative. 
Uh, even the comic book characters are starting to go into the negative. Um, like Superman he used to be so upbeat and, you know, uh, just try to like, help the world. And now they try to create him like some sort of alien unknown. And it's just like, I thought Batman was pretty negative. <laughs> but, I mean, Batman's Batman. And this is Superman trying to be a positive alien kind of guy. And now they want to try to turn all that. And Marvel, all of them, they're, they're just, um, there's no positive anymore. And I think that's contributing, in a way, to such negativity in the youth. If we had more positive aspects, maybe that would be more hopeful. Uh, Star Wars is like that, too, because Star Wars used, was now delving into, like, this confusion of anger and and just, you know, um, we're, we're in a future where people are blaming the other gender or genders for the problems. And it's just like, is there a way to get out of this in a more positive way? Maybe. And that's why I said I think we're on the cusp of becoming utopia. Because I really hope that everything that's happening in the world that's starting and we're discussing it and we're noticing it that it will be a change for the better and not the worse we're acknowledging what we've done in the past but yet we're not trying to dismiss what we've done in the past a lot of people want to erase that from history no that's that's sen that's censorship and you cannot change history history is history the only way to learn is learning of what happened in that history some people would rather just put blinders on or, um, you know, get angry about what that happened back then. It's like, don't worry about what happened back then. I mean, yes, it was terrible. Yes, it happened. But try to change it to a positive, somehow to change the future for others. If you keep on living and worrying about the past, the past will continue on in the future. It's time to change that um, perception and uh, create the positive. Uh, take that negative, make it a positive. And I think that's where a lot of science fiction writers need to go. I think we all need to try to move to the positive. Uh, I know it's not easy. I know it's, you know, um, conflict is much better in a story than, say, everybody's hunky-dory. But I think it, it's achievable. I'd rather see positive uh, books. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I know I write stuff that's probably negative as well, and I know it's just easier to do that, but I'm going to try to see if I can get some positive in there and give people hope. Uh, in my books for, um, like, the, the Massive Planet, um, The Adventures of Deep Contact, I pretty much put a, a arc in there that um, humanity went through this great big cataclysmic change. And now they've just started to inch along. And it's not done yet. Uh, there's still many, you know, there's still this looming threat that, you know, they'll slip back into where they were before. And um, and I, I think that's okay. I mean, if you try to balance it a bit, um, but in the end, you just want to be positive. So I'm trying to make this ship 
full of negative people turn into a positive people. And I think that's what I'm trying to do with the, the story, is that I put all these people on there. They don't all agree, but eventually they're going to all have to agree because they're on a ship in the middle of nowhere, and they're all going to have to get along. And it's just, you know, is it better to be anti-social anti or is it better to be a united uh, group? So I think that's, that's the positive. I think we should try to change that narrative. And I'd love to. And I'd love to make this... I'd love to live in a utopian society. I'm so tired of dystopian. <laughs> I know the books were big, and the kids, especially those growing up in the 2000s, they were just right into like this, the YA dystopian novels with all the Hunger Games and all that. But then that's rebellious youth. They all like that stuff. They love being rebellious. So I think that um, I think we need to go back to positives and aim for that utopian society because um, I don't think whatever we're doing is working anymore. Uh, we're we're angrier. The planet is boiling. Um, you know, um, there's too many weird things going on um, with all this. The you know the, the discovery. Well, they aliens, but we all knew aliens were hovering about us for so long, but are they aliens? What are they? They don't know. That kind of thing. And I think it's um, the bizarreness is coming through um, and just people uh, I think people need to wake up, to be honest with you. Like, the politicians they're all in their own agendas. And uh, as much as anybody would like to back anyone especially Donald Trump, I mean He's got his own uh, agenda on his own. Um, I wouldn't trust anything. And I think that's sad because we should be able to trust um, whoever's giving that, you know, leading the country. But I think that may change. I think that may change. I think you're going to see changes in our future. I think you're going to see that um, accountability and... Um, monitorization of the um, people uh, in charge are going to happen. And you're going to see, I, I hope it's it'll be a better future. I, I want my children to live in a better future. But I don't know. It, it's Right now, it's the big question mark right now. And uh, it terrifies me that this is the, the way that it's going to be. We used to know where we were going and how we would get there. But then we didn't realize how much trouble we were all in on this planet. And then when we started noticing it more and more, our utopian idealism became a dystopian um, thought pattern. So really, uh, where are we going? Are we going to be continue to be a dystopian and go out? Or are we going to aim for a utopian and become... Uh, what we were destined to be. So I would really hope that in the future we would all just shift more to the utopian. And that's where I'll leave it today. I mean, uh, I think I kind of strayed from what I wanted to originally talk about, but that's all right. I mean, I'll, I'll try again in another uh, episode. But for now, um, I... I will try to write more positive 
And I think that's where it should be. I think that's where I should be going with this. So um, I'll leave it at that and uh, say, I hope you will try to become the positive too. And uh, let's change this society for the better. Um, get let go of hate, let go of all that anger, let go of all that clinging to the past uh, to guide you. The past has already failed us. We can't do anything about it. No matter how much you want to try, it, the past is past. And now we have to think about where we're going in the present towards the future. And I think it's time to get the positive and become that utopian positive. So, uh, for now, I'll just say thank you very much for listening. And uh, don't forget um, to uh, have a look at my books and um, leave a review. Um, have a comment. Um, yeah, you know, um, even uh, email me if you want. Um, and, uh, you know, um, maybe I can put it somewhere <laughs> if you have a comment about it. Anyway, I want to say thank you very much, and uh, I'll talk to you later about another topic uh, we'll discuss. Thank you.